0: This week on Not Just Tentacles. Can't I kiss her instead?
1: Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome to another episode of Not Just Tentacles. Hello. Where I, Rachel, attempt to demystify anime. And I, Ruth, stay mystified! And yay! We're finally rejoined by Ruth. It's been a busy month or so, but she is back for our second of our prize Season episodes. And today, we're going to be talking about Kiss Him, Not Me. I'm sorry, I can't help but think of this like Kiss
0: Him, Not Me!
1: Yeah, that would be an amusing way for them to announce it each episode, I think. Although... So, the story of Kiss Him, Not Me. It's a kind of Otome. I don't even know if I'm saying that properly. It is, in other words, it's like a Japanese dating game. How do you spell it? O T O M E. Would it be Otome? Yeah, you're probably right. See, I don't know. Ruth is the language buff around
0: here. I, I don't know Japanese, though, so correct us if we're wrong. Yeah, write in
1: and kind of say that are. Well, actually... Our pronunciations suck. So, yeah. It's like uh, one of the Japanese gate- dating games that are so popular um, where you've got to choose between a series of good-looking guys and also, in this case, and which is why we're reviewing it this particular month, a gorgeous girl as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, the premise of Kiss Him, Not Me. K is a clumsy chubby yaoi loving um, nerd who isn't really that popular and yaoi is so yaoi is manga about boys loving boys okay so she and her friend a-chan have just been minding their own business at school a-chan i mean that just sounds like a bad forum yeah i I don't know what her actual name is nobody ever says it. she's just called a-chan by by K. So they've been minding their own business at school for years, never being part of the popular crowd, just getting on with their lives. And then one day, du, 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 du. what, a, a big floppy dick comes out? <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. Considering it's a romance anime, there isn't anything iffy. Okay, that's just to me, that's the sound effect for or rather there are iffy things but we will touch upon those later i don't want to touch anything like that yeah well much. no 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 sexy sexy stuff anyway um so one day the main character in her favorite anime dies and she's distraught and she basically retreats to her room for about a week not eating not seeing anybody etc so killing you friends like you did after villanelle died Yeah, I think that's a fair comparison. And um, when she comes out, she's suddenly gorgeous. And okay, this is medically improbable and really far-fetched, but it doesn't matter. Just go with it because this is what sets up the entire story. And then suddenly all these guys that had ignored her realise that she's a hottie and that, that they want to date her. And I will possibly blank on their names, but here we go. There is Igarashi, who is technically meant to be the second protagonist but he never really does it for me, he doesn't stand out in any way other than fancying her there's, and they all do that so of course it doesn't stand What's out. What's his
0: personality?
1: That's it, his personality is that he's a bit of a jock and he's just average bog standard guy you've got Mutsumi who um, is a member of the history club, he's nice, he's laid back he has hair curtains, yeah he has hair curtains, crucially he always liked her, even when she was was bigger and he never it, he didn't change the way he treated her at all because she gets hurt at the beginning of the story before she loses all the weight and he is lovely to her and l- looks after and everything he's fine so he, he's already kind of like a the main contender out the boys there is Nana who to my mind is just like a rip off of Bakugo from MHA It's just as blonde annoying prick who just seems to get angry at the least thing she likes him because he reminds her of Shion her favorite anime character and she also ships him with Igarashi as does everybody else in the class we really, later find out there's also Shinomiya oh, that's the thing he, he doesn't really make much of an impression on me but he, he's like um he's a first year and the really confusing thing is, he is voiced by Justin Briner, who also plays Izuku in My Hero Academia. And because he's obviously always hanging out with Nana, who looks just like Bakugo, it makes it really confusing. But while is Izuku... and you're like, when is All Might showing up? Exactly. I mean, that was the only thing that would improve this for me. But anyway, for the first couple of episodes, she's because she's not really used to the idea of real live boys being interested in her and as the title of the show suggests she doesn't want them to date her she'd much rather they're all dating each other and she just doesn't get it and um, A-chan who of course being John Mazzari is like ah you're like you're in a dating game and the guys for the first kind of episode or so they, they just think she's a regular girl but then they realize that she's an absolutely kind of massive yaoi nerd And although some of them are slightly put off, they're still like, "Oh well, she's fit, never mind." And again, Matsumi's like, "Well, if it makes her happy, then I can roll with this." While everyone else is like, "Oh god!" Like she gives them all key rings of Shion, and I think um, Nana sort of, understandably, is a bit weirded out by her. No, it's that Nana as in number seven. Um, No, it's to the shortening of his name, which I can't remember the full version of it because he always gets called by it. He's a bit weirded out by how liking him because he looks like a fictional character, but never mind. So she goes on dates with all of them at the same time. Like, like well, the Bachelorette. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty much exactly like that. So if, you, if you've if see, you ever seen a dating game, you'll see well, what it is. And again, Mutsumi comes across as definitely the one that anybody with a brain cell would want to date, to be honest. But it mixes it up because they go to um, an anime convention or rather a manga convention. Well, both either. A convention convention. Yeah. And um, she has her... Some creepy guy comes up to her and takes her photo without her permission. And then he gets told off by what she assumes is a really hot, posh guy dressed up as Sebastian from Grey Butler. (laughs) Hang on, Grey (laughs) Butler? Well, that's their way of getting around it. And um, it isn't until later that she realises that this divinity is actually a girl at their school. And my favourite part, the girl is in love with her as well. She's Shima, she is gorgeous she's rich she's talented she's got green hair <laughs> yeah she's got green hair see this is what i don't get right why give her different colored hair if she's not a main character i mean in okay, case she is a main character but you know what i mean normally this strangely tinted hair is like this person is the hero or this person is an anti-hero is this why so many people
0: now have got tinted hair they've
1: just been watching anime it could be it makes sense so she obviously falls in love with Kay as well. And Kay isn't sure how to handle this because um, sh- like her, she turns out to be a massive Yaoi fan and indeed writes it herself. So that they-, they are become soulmates. That's the word that they use. But- and she does actually say to the boys, take me seriously because I am interested in her just like you. And while some of the guys mainly nana i think who we're like why should we oh that's not going to go anywhere which again i hate nana <laughs> um <laughs> um we we take it seriously and her first kiss is actually with shima and there is what? that is a quote that i love is that a
0: in love kiss or is it a, a, oh let me just
1: practice for when i meet a boy it's just when she's kind of saying it's you've got to do it like this or something and she oh okay
0: her. yeah you've got to do it like this and all the guys are
1: standing around staring and obviously they don't realise well why would they that this is the first time that she's ever been kissing as it says her first kiss was with a handsome girl so what do I love about it well, what do you love about it? I mean, what's not to love about it? <laughs> well, exactly. To my mind, it fixes the problems that there were with Oron High School Host Club, which, don't get me wrong, I really loved. But it had very much naughty values, which, like, the whole... When was this made? Right? This was made, um, it comparatively recently. So, in the late 2010s, although I will have to double-check it. So, the fact that you do have a lesbian as a major character... And she's sympathetic. She's not a figure of ridicule. Exactly. She's taken as a serious suitor. She gets the best backstory. Other than Mutsumi, she is the only person that loved her when she was bigger. Because, um yeah, you get the whole backstory of how she met her. Um, it was on her first day, she stopped her from being a figure of curiosity because she kind of falls in front of um, Shima's limo or whatever it is and everybody's kind of and she lands on somebody and everybody's going on about that instead of going oh there's a rich girl and then later it turns out that she is a fan of her manga and she's like oh my first fan and then because she obviously loses all the weight she doesn't realize it's the same person so she just assumes that she's left or something and then when she does find out that it's the same girl then Yeah, she becomes smitten with her all over again. And then she rescues her from the creepy guy at the convention. So to my mind, all of that points to... And yeah, this is what I like, the fact that there is a lesbian. She's a major character. They take her seriously. And yeah, Kay doesn't go, ugh, a girl kissed me. She does kind of thing. I mean, I don't know whether it's meant to be because it's her first kiss or whether it was that damn good. I mean, I'm hoping it's the latter but she she does actually get a bit ruffled by it and think could this be it um something else I really liked yeah she is a yaoi fan and a big nerd but she isn't made fun of it this is probably one of the best depictions I've seen of somebody being a fan because there are times when she's like oh let's go to this shrine that's um based on so that the, my, char- my fictional character was based on this real person that's go there and the guys were like, oh, really? But they're making fun more of the boys, kind of. that they're, they're willing to do absolutely anything to get some rather than her being a fangirl.
0: What's the appeal of her? Why are they chasing after her other uh, than she's hot? Well, I mean, what's the attraction of her personality? She's a
1: nice girl. I mean, she's a bit socially awkward because that's still left over from when, obviously, she was bigger. But she's pleasant. She's nice. She's interested in people. And she is a good girl, which I know probably makes her sound a bit insipid. But I really liked her compared with other protagonists who are a bit wishy-washy. She felt like a real person. And I enjoyed her and liked Spending time in her company, and as, I found Shima hot, <laughs> so do I and it as somebody who's always been a massive shipper and obviously massive queer shipper, I, I just found her really relatable and liked her, although obviously whether or not that resonates with you is a, a matter of personal opinion so I, I liked that. And I just, I liked the look of it as well. I thought it was well drawn compared with some other anime that you see. Yes, it was very
0: pretty to look at. And the the colours were vibrant. It wasn't too messy, you know, not too much text over the images.
1: And it, it uses all the tropes that I love, like all the symbols suggesting various states of emotion and people going, out <laughs> when they're stressed out or whatever. But when I, they
0: go all, uh, no pupils on their eyes,
1: yeah, big wide mouth. I, I enjoyed all of that. And, um, and when her, she and Shima fall out because they can't agree on their favourite ship, even though <laughs> this is probably something that makes no sense to people that don't ship. They ship the same two characters, but they can't agree on the dynamic that they have. Which what? which one's the leader and which one's the follower? They're, they're arguing over that, which the boys think makes no you
0: sense. Leader, follower. Surely people take turns, no?
1: Yeah, but in some versions of Yowie there's kind of like, there's a dominant one and there's a more passive one. So I think the phrase... Uh, so it's
0: who makes the first move.
1: Yeah, the, 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 the you and the seam again. I'm probably mispronouncing what? this. So everybody- <laughs> I heard that as semen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. So if we're again, if we're mispronouncing these terms, then please let us know.
0: You know, you could always just go on the internet, go on Wikipedia, look at the word and play... I've
1: done that, but my brain doesn't retain things like that, I'm afraid. I, I can remember Do all sorts of random crap, but I, this is probably why I was never very good at language learning at school. Oh, and something else that I really enjoyed. I mean, if you don't want to hear the ending of season one, then cover your ears. You go la, 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 for a bit. But I like the fact that at the end, she doesn't choose any of them because at one point they're obviously getting a bit frustrated and they're like look please make up your mind which one of us you want to date and she at the end says i'm gonna go with shion the character that um obviously sparked all this by dying because it turns out that he is coming back to the show and um she, <laughs> she how she, is <laughs> that possible if
0: you're written off you don't come back this is anime love.
1: Exactly, this is anime. Okay. People get resurrected all the time. Right. And and again, it underlines how two of them are perfect for her and the other three aren't. Because while the other three are like all dismayed and like, oh my God, are we going to have to put up with this crap again?
0: Not for another season of it.
1: Yeah, Mutsumi and Sh- Shima are all like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Look, uh, there's one way to solve
0: this threesome
1: yeah exactly but i don't think shima would be into that right what didn't i like okay um let's get this off my chest i'm not wild about the beginning premise i don't like this whole girl loses weight now she's hot yeah exactly i just it just sits wrong with me particularly as there's a bit in the middle of the anime one she gains weight again and um and they're all such jerks about it, even Shima to a certain extent, because Nana is repulsed and is like, oh, you must lose weight. And even even um, Shinamiya, who normally is the wussy one who doesn't really say boo to a goose, is like, oh, I'm not sure if I still like her. Mutsumi's opinion of him, her is unchanged. He still loves her. Igarashi realises he still loves her. While th- this is the only time I didn't like Shima because she was kind of go, saying, oh, it doesn't matter, you can eat a bit more, it's fine, sweetie, da-da-da-da. But she doesn't say sweetie, because she's far too posh to say that. Hello,
0: darling. <laughs> but either
1: way, it was like, you're coming across as a little bit controlling, and I don't like it. So I Why? Guess, what did she actually say? She just... She just she basically becomes a bit of a feeder, and I didn't like that. Because on one hand, I thought what the boys were doing was a bit gross, but I didn't approve of that either. There had to be kind of like a better way of doing it. So I didn't particularly like that oh and there's something else a later plot development which i thought was really really iffy um yeah so matsumi's older brother who's Mm -hmm. only like a few years older than them at the very most but either way he becomes a teacher at the school yeah, And he starts chasing after her as well. Ew, that's a bit of a safeguarding issue. I know. This is what I don't get. You get all these instances. Is it of, not illegal in Japan? I or? don't know. Because you get all these instances. An, an anime of people not only being pursued by their teachers, but also being engaged to them well. while they're still teaching them. I don't get it. And he's really flirty with the kids are saying, oh, if you get this right, you can kiss me. But which, that's illegal in this country. Which is just wrong. I mean, if anybody said that, then Ofsted would or, would just haul their asses out of that room shortly, uh, and yeah, he's kind of flirty with Nana as well. And Nana's like, "What?" Because Nana really doesn't like anything like that. And um, but yeah, he comes on to her hard at one point, and then uh, is he? <laughs> not actually on to her, but you know what I mean. He hits on her, uh. which is gross. So the Mutsumi comes in, sees it, and then he he wants to protect her, so he says she's my girlfriend, which of course is a lie, but he just wants her to to obviously not be bothered by her, his creepy brother. And then, unfortunately, all the other suitors turn up and they're like, what? Because they're like, what the hell's going on? And think that he actually means it. And I, this is what starts... I mean, he knew that he liked her, but this is when he realises that he really, really, really likes her because he's been a bit slow on the uptake. So, mm-hmm. so that's when he realises that he, he likes her. So it's just like why why, why is that there? Why do you need a kind of creepy teacher in there why Why was that storyline necessary and and I don't know. I just felt that was a bit stupid, and they could have done without it. I mean you do sometimes in anime get people just chucking in random plot contrivances like that. I don't know whether it's meant to be shocking or whether to mix it up a bit, but or is it humor? I don't know, but I don't Quite find... But for hot for teacher storylines. Yeah, I don't find the idea... I mean, I don't care that he's only a few years older than them. He is in loco parentis, and he should not be looking at his students like that. So um, I have to say that those were the only kind of two... Well, other than Nana being a massive prick and the fact that nobody should even countenance for a second being his girlfriend. They, they, and Igarashi being a bit boring, but otherwise, I found the show an absolute blast. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I like what I saw of it. Yeah, shipped Shima and k till the cows went home. I mean, obviously, they're not going to be end game because status quo and all that, sadly. But it is. What have
0: status quo got the, 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 <laughs> I, I know what you mean.
1: Yeah. And um, exasperatingly, there's been a live-action film version which practically chops her part down to nothing. Rude. Even though she's, like, the third most prominent... Well, second most prominent, if you ask me. Second most prominent of the suitors. The film just really reduces her part and doesn't take her seriously, which is homophobic. I know it's probably them wanting to attract as mainstream an audience as possible, but I don't care sorry in anime we want that gay yeah not only that the fact that it's all about somebody that loves yaoi and I, i do think it's a missed opportunity not having a get with shima because i do find that lots of people that are massive yaoi fans are not straight they do often seem to be queer women whether they're lesbian sapphic or anything it's by yeah they, they they like the romance it's not that they're kind of turned on by the hot and heavy stuff although they might also be that they like the love story and that it doesn't necessarily mean oh she's just doing it to watch hot guys so i don't know but that those kind of nitpicks aside i it was probably one of my favorite fun fluffy animes it's not one that's probably going to be a classic that people remember in years to come but it is fantastic fun and yeah if you just want to watch something that's got comedy and humor romance etc then i would recommend this and it's got kind of like fewer of the issues regarding consent and crap that you get in things like Auron. so yeah I would if you thought what should I watch at Pride Month then I would recommend this
0: I would recommend it too
1: (laughs) so um I I can't actually think of anything else I think that's got Uh, it yeah we we've got it covered so what are we going to look at next time? We are going to look at Yuri and Yowie as as a whole. And um, Yuri and yaoi as a whole on ice. <laughs> well, maybe, and just so some of the shorts that I've been watching. I don't want to watch your shorts. <laughs> you You know what I mean because there are lots of little anime about Yuri and yaoi So I'm going to kind of review those as a whole and just look at um what we mean when we talk about yuri and yowes so so until next time guys we love you and we look forward to talking to you again soon bye bye
0: thanks for listening if you've enjoyed this podcast don't forget to subscribe and you can also follow us on social media we are at tentacles not on twitter and on facebook our page is called not just tentacles Speak to you soon. Bye.